0: Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms, and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, And step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. So before we get started, I wanted to let you know I have an incredible free training for you, how to book celebrity clients and double your bookings in any market. And like I said, I made this especially for you. In this free training, you're going to learn, first of all, how I book my first celebrity client without an agent, without a million followers on Instagram, and without any existing contacts. I'll show you the real behind the scenes of what I did and how I did it. I'm also going to show you my three-step process to book celebrity clients so that you can do it too. I'll lay out the steps so you know what you need to do next and what the process actually looks like. And then last but not least, you're going to learn how to double your existing clients with the clients you actually want. I'll show you how to multiply your bookings with the clients on your vision boards, the ones that you dream of working with. So I'm going to link the free training in the show notes for you to check out as soon as you finish this episode. And there's also an extra special bonus waiting for you inside the training. Enjoy! It goes without saying there are so many different kinds of makeup artist work out there and when you're a beginner or you're just starting out in this industry it can feel very overwhelming understanding all the different terminology, understanding how each one is slightly different or where they're the same. So in this video I'm going to be breaking down all the different parts of the industry so you can better make a decision as to which parts of the industry are right for you. So first up, let's start with editorial. So this is very much my background. So an editorial artist generally works in magazines. When people talk about an editorial style, that generally is more, kind of goes hand in hand with a more fashion-led approach. So think about the magazines like your Dazed, your ID magazines, Garage magazine. It also includes the more kind of indie magazines that maybe aren't as mainstream. When we talk about editorial, that can also include magazine work like Glossy magazines. So that's maybe the more familiar magazines you may have heard of, the Vogue's, the Elle's, the Marie Claire's. And there's definitely a, a sort of like industry hierarchy of what is considered, again, high fashion editorial versus something like a glossy magazine. So there are differences even with inside editorial and it being its own category. Editorial generally means more kind of print-based work, or at least it used to, pre the internet. But now it's the same style that you would have found in magazines. You now see online, you see in advertising. There's lots of different ways that an editorial style is used within the industry. And with editorial as well, the rates are generally quite low or sometimes nothing. I think one of the biggest misconceptions with editorial makeup, especially when you're doing something like Vogue, is that the fee is really high. It's very naughty but a lot of what these magazines will do is they see it as they know you're getting great images for your book. So a lot of the time the consensus is like you're lucky to shoot with us so your fee is the images being published in our magazine. Now, I'm not saying that's right, but that is generally something that comes from the old school side of the industry. And especially when it comes to editorial, it can be a great place to lead onto other opportunities. So a lot of artists will do editorial work for little to no money because it gets them the images that may book them for things like fashion advertising or more commercial products that are going to kind of have a trickle down of something fashion inspired or fashion led. So there is a monetary value, but often it comes as a result of doing that work, if that makes sense. Next up, we have bridal work, which very self-explanatory. You are doing makeup for the bride, maybe bridesmaids, maybe guest makeup. And bridal makeup can be hugely profitable. Again, I don't believe there's any one set price for being a bridal artist it's a really like competitive rate. Like you can really think about what do you wanna charge and based on your demand, I've seen clients make six figures as bridal artists. I've got a client who's made seven figures as a bridal artist. So don't think that just because something isn't related to fashion necessarily, there's less money. That's definitely not true. So then we have what's called e-commerce work as a makeup artist. So e-commerce is generally where you are making, you are photographing images for a website, for example, like a clothing website. It's kind of like the modern day equivalent of cash Log work where you are shooting perhaps 50 plus images a day of various different outfits of clothing items that people can buy. So e-commerce generally in one studio you shoot a lot of images in one day it's not really about the makeup or the hair or even the photography or the styling it's really about whatever it is the uh, that's being photographed to sell. And e-commerce rates as well can really vary state to state country to country but the nice thing that a lot of artists do like about e- commerce work is generally speaking, you know what time you're gonna start and what time you're gonna finish. They're probably the closest thing to like a nine to five as a working makeup artist. So next up we have production and commercial work. The two can be interchangeable. Production work, generally speaking, is where you are working with a production company. So they would hire you, they would be probably doing it on behalf, creating a shoot or on behalf of a client, and that could be any kind of client, whether it's a food company, a clothing company, it literally could be anything. Production work often does involve you being in a studio of some kind. So again, that could be filming, it could be moving commercial, it could be photographed of stills, it could be an advertorial in a magazine, that's where you kind of see like an advert promoting something. There's lots of different ways that can look. Production can also include corporate work, so perhaps you are doing makeup for someone who is a lawyer who's selling a dvd on how to protect yourself financially or something like that. So there's a lot of crossover, but production work generally speaking means you're either on set or you are going to be perhaps in a studio whether that's filming or stills. That can be quite long hours as well, really depends on the job. And I would say across the board when it comes to being a makeup artist, Even within every kind of niche or subcategory of makeup, there's still so many caveats of what the day-to-day life can look like. And then we have runway makeup or catwalk or fashion week, kind of those terms are used interchangeably. But if you are working at fashion week, you probably have some kind of editorial work going on in the background, because a lot of the time you would need to have an editorial background to get booked for fashion week, or at least have a skill set that shows you understand editorial makeup. as part of a fashion show which the big ones are always London, New York, Milan and Paris, those big fashion weeks. You are working as a team where you have a head makeup artist who will come up with the concept and you will all be creating what the key makeup artists ask you to do. The biggest difference I would say with things like catwalk work is that it's very very fast so a model can come in two minutes late and you're expected to get them show ready in those two minutes. It's a great place to learn speed and how to be really really good when certain and circumstances come up where you're like "Ah, what am I going to do? Fashion week can be a great way to really hone your craft in terms of speed and not being able to plan for those last minute emergencies. The next one is advertising campaigns. Now advertising campaigns was something I did a lot in my career and advertising campaigns is kind of in the similar vein to editorial style but it's also kind of production it almost mixes into lots of different things but I would say that advertising campaigns generally have a much bigger budget because they are coming from a brand, usually a large brand, if there is an advertising campaign of sorts, it's usually going to be used on a worldwide scale. Something I always like my clients to check is if they are doing any kind of advertising campaign is what is the usage? Is it being used worldwide? Is it being used for six months at a time? What countries is it being used in? All those different factors can drastically change the rates and the pricing of what you would charge for something like a campaign but a campaign is also something that you shoot once and you're probably gonna see it used in a shop window you might see it advertised in magazines you might see the same imagery used across lots of different platforms but it's almost like the central piece that a brand would use to convey their marketing message so then we have celebrity makeup artists now I've kind of got two here I feel like even within the celebrity world there's so many different kinds of makeup you can still do. So when I worked as a celebrity makeup artist, I did mostly red carpet. Now there was crossover within those other niches I mentioned where sometimes a celebrity I worked with regularly would be doing an advertising campaign and she would want to book me on that or they would want to book me on that. Same with the like tour artists, there's a lot of celebrity makeup artists who also do celebrities when they tour with them. So you can be a personal, that is when you are generally one person's kind of go-to person. When you are a personal it can be very hard to take on other clients because generally speaking you are there you're kind of the first choice of that particular artist, especially if that artist is working regularly and a lot. I know when I've done singers before, sometimes you might do four or five jobs in one day. And if they are touring, it can be very tiring because they'll often be doing promotion as well. So different kinds of jobs you can do when you're as a celebrity makeup artist, you have touring, you have them doing uh, various different promotion for things they might be promoting, obviously red carpet, but also things like press junkets. So I don't know if you've ever seen when someone is promoting a film, they always have that background behind them, they're in a hotel and it's kind of the same background for like every single place you see them interviewed, that's a press junket. So things like that, you'll often be with the artist the full day, you just touch up their look and it is them getting interviewed by the world media. So there's also theater makeup, there are some makeup artists who specialize more in the theater, things like the ballet, um, you have the things like the shows like Wicked on the West End or Broadway, those artists, it can infuse a mix of theatrical makeup, editorial, and even special effects. Which special effects I'm kind of putting it in its own separate category. I do have a lot of clients who work in film and TV as well. and. You don't necessarily have to know the full broad spectrum of special effects in order to do film and TV. Again, even film and TV has all these different kind of sections. And if you are doing film and TV, you do want to make sure that you have a good understanding of things like period hair and makeup or makeup throughout the ages, like the history of makeup will be really helpful because the biggest difference with film and TV is you're going to be thinking more about things like continuity. For example, if someone is aging, you're going to have to think about what's seen there in and are you going to have to go back and do makeup for them being older before you film them being younger and vice versa? So, then you also have makeup artists who do things like actors' headshots or, like I said earlier, more corporate things. The big thing I want you to take away from this video is. Even beyond what I've said, there's a million other types of makeup artists. Like people create their own niches every single day and that can only be a good thing. My belief is that there's room for all of us and the industry will continue to evolve. Please leave in the comments any that you wanna know more information about and I would love to help you there. Please come say hi on Instagram at freelancerfreedom. Subscribe if you haven't already and share this with another creative because my goal is to create more six figure freelancers and I want it to start with these videos in this channel so i hope you enjoyed that and i'll see you in the next one thank you so much for listening to freelance with freedom i'd love to continue this conversation over on instagram so come hang out with me at freelance with freedom you can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the ceo role in your business and if you're interested in taking this work further head to www.harriethadfield.com to find out more about working together I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.